This show was made at Access Radio Taranaki in New Plymouth, thanks to New Zealand On Air. For more local content, search for accessradiotaranaki.com. Kia ora, my name's Rex Lovegrove, and welcome to Colours of the Heart, looking at life's challenges from a place of presence and compassion. Imagine there's no heaven. Hey, welcome forward to Colours of the Heart. You're with Rex Lovegrove. And before we kick the show off, I just want to give Kiwi Bike a big thumbs up, a green light, and loving me and providing me with the, with the financial sustenance to do that that I love. And Access Radio, love you, love you, love you. Hey, look, I've got Hamish in the house, and he's a, he's a creative soul. And we've gone through some differences over the last two and a bit years. No surprises. And hello, you know, out of the out of the deep and fragmented and sometimes dark times, um, there are there are seeds planted. And uh, my mate, you know, he's 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 found um, some added creativity in a, a time of despair, and he's got a story to share. And I'm just so much looking forward to your corridor, my brother. Your corridor. So, awesome. likewise, uh, <laughs> Hamish, thank you for for turning up. No, thanks for having me, Rick. Oh, hey, you be here. You're, you're most welcome, my brother. You're most welcome. Hey, look, you put an album together, but I understand there was a journey. There's some steps that you took. Would you like to fill us in, brother? For sure. Well, the first um, recording um, I made that appears on the album happened 11 years before the, the album was released. So it's always just been something that, despite needing to be a parent, you know, and, and needing to work, as, as we pretty much, what well, most of us do, that was always my ambition um, in the background just to bring this album to fruition and and press it into vinyl you know because i've been in bands before you know since my late teens and we've made cds and and whatever else but vinyl's always been that that dream so i just managed to scrape together um some money just from um, people loaning it to me and some people gifted some for 300 records and so it really is a dream come true as they say so but yeah it took a long time and always with my you know c-grade energy because the a was going to work the b was going to the parenting and then you know the whatever was left over you know uh, okay i can have that for myself and put it towards this so yeah labor of love totally man that's that's what this entire thing's about and it's called Bachelor of Hearts as well, the album. So, right. Yeah, so I, I guess it's sort of, yeah, it goes quite well with the theme of, of your show. Oh. <laughs> I feel, yeah. yeah, Bachelor of Hearts. Of Hearts, yeah. Can, yeah. You, can you give us a bit of background on that, please, bro? Well, I did go to university and get myself a Bachelor of Arts, and um, I was a, a little bit disillusioned by the end of it, in all honesty. I thought it was, you know, too easy in a lot of ways to to get the degree um 
I think back to, say, my first two years at secondary school, and they were brutally competitive and just, wow, how hard I worked. But then to get the degree, it just it just seemed to be, yeah, just not what I had expected. Mm. So when I finally got my degree, part of me didn't really feel as though I deserved it, I suppose, because it was, in my mind, maybe just too easy, just going through the motions. Um, because maybe universities, you know, have become something other than, you know, places of higher learning. Maybe it's just, you know, about, well, my cynical side thinks it's about dollars and sort of, you know, institutional stamps of approval and this kind of thing. <laughs> but in the end, so I kind of, my cynicism was coming out and I was thinking, oh, you know, this is, isn't even worth the piece of paper. So I actually defaced my actual degree. Um, and initially I wanted to do something, you know, very infantile like you know bachelor of farts or something you know just really you know stupid like that but then i was just like well no that's kind of you know i can deface this better and i thought oh bachelor of hearts so i sort of put the the he into brackets so it's he arts and so there's a level there as well you know being a man and and i don't know something i don't know i just like to connect all these different kind of things so that's where that that started but it was always in the back of my mind oh yeah that's that's a good name for an album so when i finally have you know, a collection of songs that I'm really, really happy with, um, then that's probably what the album's going to be called. And uh, yeah, probably about 20 years later, <laughs> I finally had that. So yeah, mate, yeah, yeah. That was that was where that one started. Well, what I've come to understand, and I've mentioned on the show many, many times, what true choice is doing what you love. And mm. you're obviously doing what you love. Yeah. But often we have to go left when our hearts are actually saying right. Right, yeah. And, um, and you know, through the, the, the troubling times, some of us, if not all of us, have experienced over the last two years. Yeah. We've realised that time is short. Yeah, well, I think, so what you mean by going left when when you're sort of thinking, right, is that sort of like, well, um, our hearts are sort of thinking more of maybe other people and what they want us to do. And in order to love them, we sort of go along with that but really if we need to love ourselves you know we go the other direction I mean that's a really difficult sort of thing to reconcile I mean I've always struggled with that is that kind of what you mean oh, to? Oh, absolutely yeah, yeah, and, cool. to, and to add to that Hamish also what I'm feeling is that um, when we aren't uh, when we struggle to find the balance yeah there's something that I'm not saying we lose mm. we misplace and obviously music is something that you've rekindled in your heart <clears throat> well it's always been there, Rex, and really, um, I think of music as medicine. I mean, that's really how I've used it. And I suppose if you, when you listen to it, you can probably hear a lot of sort of sadness going on there. Um, yeah, the melancholic sort of thing is is just a thing that I've just always had. Because I mean, maybe some people the um, when they're happy, they'll write a song. I'm I'm pretty much the opposite. I'm a rainy day writer. I use it to just keep myself together you know and, and um give myself i don't know to me it's a form of emotional alchemy where you just take those shitty lead sort of heavy horrible experiences that life gives you and try and turn it into gold you know mm -hmm. so that's kind of why i've always loved art and and music especially because i just think it's um it really is how how it is you know and um it's always had that power for me like yeah even even as a kid you know um the most i could be having the most horrible day and and be in a state of fear and panic whatever but then i could just hear my favorite song 
and it'll suddenly instantly put me in a place like a drug i suppose but it's it's not a chemical drug you know just like you know, beach boys was my first favorite band i think so you know barbara ann i remember mum and dad telling me stories how i just be singing that but that was my happy place that's where i escaped to you know yeah. so in a lot of ways you know you could even say there's some unhealthy aspects to it but then i think overall you know it's it's a positive thing mate i think it's a, it's one of the greatest medicines on earth yeah, yeah. me too Fano, we'll pause for a song and if you haven't been told today let me be the first you are cared for cure
Once again, welcome for the colours of our heart. And I've got Hamish in the house. Hey mate, we've just we've just heard the yumminess, the emotion of that song. Can you can you fill the gaps for, for me and the audience, please, brother? Yeah, of course. Well, I mean, I suppose it follows on from the Bachelor of Hearts kind of thing. So that particular song is the love song on the album. And as per the name of the band, because the band's actually it's not Hamish Allen, um, it's actually called KFC Girls, which, I mean, that's a whole nother story, but the whole, where that all started is just, it's a silly little funny game that I've often always played with, with certain friends where you'll be just watching something and maybe someone on the TV will say something silly and you go, oh, okay, that's a great name for a band or a great name for a song. Well, I was living up in Auckland and I walked into the dairy and this was just after Steve Irwin, the crocodile man, had died. And I could not believe my eyes because there was this giant poster on the wall trying to sell the Woman's Weekly or whatever. 
and it was Terry Irwin, and this is within six months of Steve Irwin dying, it said, my sexy future. And I would just, I stood there and I stared at this for like a few minutes thinking, this is just so strange. But I also thought, it's a great name for a song. So if ever I'm going to write a love song, again, it's going to have that comedic sort of piss-taking element where it's just like, all right, my sexy future, because of course this is why you know maybe some people get into playing music to get on stage and you know um have more luck with with the ladies that way whatever so um that's that's kind of the idea so i'm sort of taking the piss but then i'm i'm sort of being serious at, at the same time so uh yeah the song just encapsulates all my philosophies on on romance but also the journey of you know um how it is when you sort of when you fancy someone and then what do you do with that energy? And then, you know, the implications of that. I mean, if you look at the album cover, it's a <laughs> wedding present I did for a couple of my friends. So it's just that whole thing of just love and romantic love and what it means. It's just such a central tenet of our culture and civilization. And I, I am quite cynical about it in some regards, but then at the same time, you know, I'm, I'm not, but then it's paradoxical. I mean, we mentioned that before just off here, but yeah, paradox is everywhere for me. So yeah, it's both at the same time, you know, but it's just that journey and just trying to encapsulate it in a way where it's actually my honest perception of, you know, how that is, you know? Um, so yeah, there's a lot going on there. But <laughs> I'm going to yeah. attempt to break it down a little bit. You, yeah. You've made reference your philosophy on mm. relationship or philosophy on, on love. Can, yeah. can you can you give us give us a teaser in relation to well, that? Well, I think? am extremely cynical about um, institutions of marriage, for example. I think it's more to do with materialism, property, money, um, this kind of stuff than actual human nature. I mean, I'm reading a fantastic book at the moment um, called Sex at Dawn, which goes into sort of um, alternative viewpoints on you know human sexuality. And reading this book has been just the missing piece of the puzzle for me because I've always just wondered why I'm different. And so far as the longest, you know, relationship I've ever sustained is not even two years, you know, and I was really trying to make that one go forever, <laughs> eternally forever, you know, but it just, there's just like the princess and the pea, there was always just something there that just wasn't right. And so, yeah, now I really feel as though I understand it quite well. But of course, I've had to go through so many failed relationships to arrive at this point of understanding. But again, this is where the paradox comes back into it, Rex. They were successful failures, you know, because without those experiences, I mean, for the most part, you know, I think back in the last girl that I was seeing, you know, most of the time together was great. But then when it came time to end it, it was time to end it. But I think this whole thing about it needing to go eternally forever, that I believe is a, you know, it's indoctrination. I don't actually believe um, that thought is helpful to human beings. Right. And it certainly hasn't been to me. I think it's caused, yeah, a, a lot of, yeah, psychic sort of trouble. But, but also, but like I said, it, it's more about upholding the social systems of, organization control etc etc i mean and again i'm happy if people disagree but th this is just my experience and i think it's a really interesting conversation to have with people because it's there's not many opportunities because people were just so like well that's the one true constant thing 
you watch any movie, you know, listen to any Beatles song, you know, Paul McCartney's, you know, saying he's going to love this person forever, even though he had, you know, <laughs> marriages and sort of, you know, cheating up, whatever. We well, you know the story with these rock stars, whatever. Yet he'll still sing this song about how, you know, I will is the one that comes to mind. It's a beautiful song, incredible song, you know, but, you know, you know, I'll always love you. Just these kind of things are just everywhere in our culture and i i just it's just funny when the penny drops as the well actually maybe maybe that's not exactly how it is you know so yeah that, that's really where i'm coming from i suppose um exploding the myth is one way of saying it or or not because everyone's entitled to their belief and this is the thing i respect other people's beliefs i mean most of my beliefs are most of my friends are married or in long-term relationships and there's no way i'm just saying to them you know stop doing that you're crazy they look at me, you know, I'm pretty, I'm single and have been for a while. They probably think I'm crazy, but that, that's okay. I, I, I don't mind. You know, everyone does their thing. Yeah. What, I, what I'm enjoying about this interview, Hamish, and, and there, was, there was a time where we had um, a, a, a prime minister, past prime minister, mm. bless her heart, mm. stating she was the sole source of truth. <laughs> Mm? Yeah, yeah, and and that any other opinion outside of the rule of thumb on the day, yeah, was lied, was a lie, mm. and um and and was dealt with in the most grossest manner. Oh yeah, and what you're bringing to the surface, regardless if anyone agrees with you oh, or yeah. not, yeah, and I don't agree with everything that you say, but yeah, on the yeah. same token, I respect your right to yeah, share yeah. that yeah, as yeah. pertinent. On yeah. your mind and heart, yeah, yeah. and I believe your songs very much illustrate that, based on the details you've given me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, they're, they're just starting that conversation because it can be a very difficult conversation where, in people's minds, there's just you know no shadow of a doubt that you know what they believe about romantic love and being with someone eternally forever is the right default setting for all mm. of us. And if you don't have that, there's something wrong with you. That's yeah. kind of where I'm coming from with it. And I'm just saying to those people who don't resonate with that, that actually, you know, it's not you. If you actually do some research into, say, our closest genetic relatives, you know, in the primates sort of family, you'll find out some very, very interesting things about how they are, you know, when it comes to sexuality, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, it's just a really interesting discussion. So, no, I appreciate that, Rex, because oh. none of us are right. But together, you know, we can come up with the answers, you know. Oh, I, I, yeah. I feel you. And... Mm. If someone wanted to, to, to do some further investigation into that that you love, e.g. your album, where would yeah. they purchase it from, brother? Well, um, I'm not really one for social media and, and the internet. I'm very sceptical. I, I always read the terms and conditions, so I don't actually have anything up on the internet, interestingly enough, but I do have a record at the record store here in town, you know, so they can go to Vinyl Countdown and buy it there. Um Otherwise, I mean, I suppose, yeah, if they can track me down, I mean, I'm happy to send email people just like a free, you know, MP3s of the album. I mean, because I see those kind of things as promotional, but I'm, I'm not on Bandcamp. I'm not on Facebook. And so I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm very skeptical. You're, you're, you're flying your own flag. <laughs> yeah, very much though, but I'm possibly shooting myself in the foot in some regards, but then at the same time, I'll, I'll find my own way. Um, you know, I've still got food, shelter, clothing, so really, you know, what things are okay. Oh, yeah. Mm. Hey, look, 
yes, they are, Hamish. Things are okay. And mm. what I'm what I'm picking up is that, you know, with your music, it's very much been. Um, I suspect, and you correct me if I'm if I'm off the track here, yeah. Hank, is that it's been initially a life raft. It was a way of just sort of like you know, you know yeah. keep keeping your head above water. Yeah. Now now it's a little bit more like a surfboard, isn't it, mate? <laughs> I think that's. That's a great analogy, man. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm trying to turn the life raft into more of a surfboard. Exactly, mate. Yeah, great. Because, um, yeah, in, in my sort of mind, you know, the, the optimal sort of um, life path and outcome for me is to, you know, um, do that um, and make a living from it. Because I've always known that I'm an artist and a musician sort of first and foremost, but... Um, Part of my problem is I'm terrible when it comes to compromising on my artistic vision. Yes. Um, because if there's only one thing that I have control over in this world, Rex, it's that, you know. And I've always been happy to compromise, you know, for the sake of other people in every other sphere of life. But this, this is the one thing that I'm like, no, I'm not doing that. And, and that is so profound because we've had, we've been part of a society that has attempted to do the very thing that you're saying no to. I absolutely salute your moral background my brother yeah well that's it it is an ethical kind of thing and and that's it not being you know on all these platforms well to me that's an ethical thing because if you read um even something that um people that i know anyone in bands on Bandcamp, for example i don't know if you've heard of Bandcamp, but yeah if you read their terms and conditions i mean I, i find it I mean, they, they use the word exploit, you know, like openly, yeah, at least three times. And it's just like, I mean, that, that's not really, you know, my vibe. I mean, I'm happy to, you know, utilize my songs, but exploit, I mean, the, the language and the whole, it's just, yeah, it's it's not my, it's not where I want to be, you know. Um, but if everyone else wants to be there, hey, fair enough, you know, you reap what you sow. But all I'm saying is that there are alternatives. Yeah, you probably have to work harder, but then you know, doesn't mean it's bad or wrong. It's just, it's just different. And I suppose anyone who hears my music will clearly hear from the outset that, yeah, I'm doing something differently. But then in my mind, Rex, you know, if you want to make a difference, you have to do things differently. Hey, look, we've got a, we've all got a song to sing, Mm. but unfortunately some of us die with the music still in us. And I salute your enthusiasm to do that that is a naturally innate in your heart. Thank you for being part of the show, no, Hamish. It's been awesome, mate. I'll yeah. bring you forward. I'll bring you forward, yeah. brother. I'll bring you forward. Cheers, bro. Fano, you have been told, but let me tell you again, you are keyful. Kia Thank you for your time and your ears. If you are inspired, stimulated by what has been said you can contact me at mountaintop life coaching and look forward to hearing your feedback if you haven't been told today let me be the first you are cared for kia this show was made at access radio taranaki with help from new zealand on air To find more local content, go to our website, accessradiotaranaki.com.